Um, one thing to say for the viewers that have seen Christmas Carol. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for uh, clicking on the link and following it. Uh, we are, we're excited to talk about this episode. It is a really jam-packed one. We talked through 12 Christmas movies. The boys did an incredible job. Uh, it's a lot of fun, a lot of fun conversation. Uh, so hope you're in for it. Uh, if we were to title this, it would be the, the, the movies that make you celebrate. That's kind of what we talk about when we talk about our Christmas movies. So we hope that you are uh, gearing up for the Christmas season. And if you uh, needed some uh, examples or some suggestions for what to watch uh, during this Christmas season, we hope you find them here. Uh, thanks so much. I enjoy uh, the podcast and enjoy all the boys' dialogue. It's a lot of fun. All right, we are here for the Christmas episode of the What uh, Movies That Make You podcast. Uh, and so we are excited that you've joined us today. We hope you're excited about the Christmas season. We are big fans of the Christmas season here in the Spring household. And uh, we are excited to touch on all these movies today. Uh, my name is Jonathan Sprang. I am Sprang. I'm Connor, and I'm 13. Uh, I'm Jacob, and I'm 13 as well. Um, I'm Colton, and I'm 11 and um, a quarter. <laughs> so I'm Ezekiel, and I am 10, er, and, and wait, no, not, I'm just 10. Cool. 10. Sounds good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I'm no longer 4'9", I'm 4'10". Yay! You grew an inch. That's good. Yes. <laughs> Very cool. So we are excited about Christmas. What I, just to... Those of you listening know kind of what we're going to do in this episode. I, I gave the boys a task of getting their top five Christmas movies. And I've ranked those in order of people who were on their list. Uh, and we're going to take some time in this episode to talk through the ranking. And then uh, we're going to talk through the ones, you know, kind of quick, quick fire on the ones that only had one vote, meaning they were only on one list. And then the ones that had more on, were on more lists, we'll talk, spend more time on those. But before we get into the movies... I would like to hear from you guys. What is one thing that makes Christmas Christmas? Like, what's your when you think about Christmas? This is the one thing you have to have. The record it has to be the record Christmas movie. Okay, like the the Christmas record that we got and um, played. So, just so everybody knows, there's a Christmas record that I have called um, the Christmas Song. It's by Nat King Cole, and every Christmas when we start decorating. We put that record on the record player and we let that be our background music. So very cool. And another cool thing about that is that that was a record that my dad had. And it was a record that I listened to growing up when we did Christmas. So that's awesome, buddy. Very cool. All right, Jacob, what about you? What's the one thing when you think of Christmas? This is this. I got to have this. Uh, probably the campfire, either it be uh, in real life or just on the screen. It just provides um, kind of a warm atmosphere for everyone, and it, yeah. it makes me think of Christmas. Very nice. So, I don't know if you guys know the show Parks and Rec, probably not, but those listening, you might know Parks and Rec. There's an actor on that show named Nick Offerman, and he is like the man's man kind of, kind of deal. And uh, there's actually a Yule Log, which is what they call it when it's on the TV. It's a Yule Log. So the Yule Log is Nick Offerman sitting next to the fire. 
for four hours. That's good. It's hilarious. It's the, it's the best. It's the best. And then one of the years, I think it was last year, I used that as our Yule Log on Christmas Day as we were opening presents. So that was kind of fun. All right, Colton, what about you? Um, so I can't really choose one of these because I love them both equally. But eggnog and presents. Nice. What, what about eggnog that makes you... Oh, it's probably that you don't get it all the time. You can only get it around Christmas time. So, and it just tastes busted. <laughs> it does taste busted. Um, so, actually, your mom said that one year she tried to make homemade eggnog, but she tried to make it non-fat. So, I think, I think we should try to make real eggnog this year, like, with the real stuff, and yeah. see if we like it. And if we like it, guess what? We can have it more often than just Christmas. No. Yeah. Because then we'll we make can... it not special anymore. Uh, Correct. Maybe. Maybe like that in special occasions. What about apple cider? What if we make apple cider? Because I like apple cider at Christmas time. I like Or Thanksgiving. I like the fermented grape juice. That's delicious. Not fermented grape juice. Sparkling grape juice. Sparkling grape juice. Fermented grape juice (laughs) is wine, and you're not allowed to have that. Um, Why not? Why not? And it's an adult drink. Uh, One thing before on the eggnog. So we have a video. Uh, Jacob did a video for class where he was telling about all of his favorite Christmas things to do. And one of them was eggnog. And he said, we drink eggnog at Christmas and New Year's and Valentine's Day and other holidays. (laughs) 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 It was the best. (laughs) All right, Zeke, what about you? What's what's one thing of the Christmas that you love? Sparkling grape juice. Oh, is that your one? Yes, that is delicious. And, um... What was it again? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what? It? it was so, a rhetorical question. So sparkling grape juice is actually a New Year's Eve thing. So um, can you think of something that's Christmassy? That that the one thing you spending time with friends and family. Oh, that's and a good one. Me getting my new sleeping hat. You know, <laughs> the one with the stars, where like I wear it when I go to sleep. Hmm. Very comfortable. Okay, so that is on your list this year, right? Definitely. Yeah. I didn't get it last year. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's a good segue. Let's do. Let's do one Christmas gift that you're excited about that you hope that you get. Me is a, a chair, and it sounds weird, but I've been sitting for hours having a like kitchen chair, and it's so uncomfortable. And now I'm getting a real chair. So. For your desk. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. What about you, Jacob? Um, I hope I get something on my Amazon list. I mean, I'm fine if I get anything on there. What's the one thing you hope you get? Probably like... AirPods? What? I don't have AirPods on my Are you hoping you get the Riz? The Riz? I mean, I I already have the Riz. (laughs) Treat me like um, YouTube. Don't get me not clean. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to get sued. I mean, I can't really pick one thing because I don't have it in front of me. Okay. But like any of the clothes or accessories and stuff. Um, nice. If you're asking me, um, I want two gifts. One of them is for my controller. It's like these controller like analog aim assist. Sticks, analog sticks. Yeah, mm-hmm. aim assist. And one of them is a BB gun. <clears throat> I don't know if you're getting that. Was, that was on your list? Uh, for a, or the, um, the other house, yeah. Oh, the other house, okay. Very funny. So let's get into kind of talking about movies because Christmas movies are a big are a big deal. There are some movies out there that 
uh, have been around for a very long time that people watch every single year at Christmas time. Um, this list, I think, is going to be a little bit more uh, newer movies. Most of them, most of the ones that are on the list are newer movies. And so um, that might be something for those of you listening that you, maybe you've not seen these movies. Maybe you want to go check them out. Um, but in your mind, we're going to start youngest to oldest on this one. What is, the, what is the one thing that makes a Christmas movie? What do you have to have in a Christmas movie to make it a Christmas movie? What's one thing that you could think of? A Christmassy villain. Okay. Specifically the Grinch, Scrooge. Um, yeah. And that one guy from Spirited. Or okay. Spirited. No, I don't, spirited. I still yeah. don't want to get sued. <laughs> oh. oh, wait, we can say it. Oh, okay. What about you, Colton? What's, what, what's one thing that makes a Christmas movie? And the older kids, think about something other than what they're saying. Yeah. So, um, what I think is it should be played on either Halloween or Christmas. So what makes that movie a Christmas movie? Why is it a Christmas movie, even though it's about Halloween? Because it has Christmas in its name. <laughs> what about in the movie? What in the movie um, makes it Christmassy? Grinch. <laughs> How the Grinch for Christmas? It it was probably like all the little evil people coming around the big. It's <laughs> not the movie. The it's... movie where Halloween is in it is Nightmare Before Christmas. Look, he's talking How the about Grinch stole Christmas. That's not. That's not what he was talking that's about. That's not What's Halloween. You you said. A Christmas movie is one that you have at Halloween and Christmas. There's only one movie, and that's not The Grinch Stole Christmas. We're trying to ask you about the movie you brought up. What makes it Christmas? And you're talking about a completely different movie. So, so what is it? About both those, look, look at both of those movies. Stop thinking about the, the characters. Stop thinking about the specifics of each movie. But what is in both movies that make them both Christmas movies. A Christmas tree. There you go. Yeah. Very cool. So okay. Christmas decorations. Christmas decorations in a Christmas movie have it, have it feel. So it's set at Christmas time also makes it a Christmas movie. So Does we've got, what do we got? We got, uh, there's some sort of Christmassy villain. Yep. We've got also there's Christmas decorations that makes it feel like a Christmas movie. Jacob, what's another thing that makes it feel like a Christmas movie? Um, I think snow because... Um, you know, it's at a cold place, cold time, unless you're in, like, near the equator or something. And there's usually always snow uh, whenever you think of Christmas. So I think you can't have a Christmas movie without snow. Very nice. Mm -hmm. All right, Connor, last one. What you got? The music. Music. So it could be any kind of, any kind of setting, but once you hear that Christmas music, you're like, ah, this is a Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. And by a Christmas villain, I meant, like, there's, like, a problem and solution. Like that. Yeah, yeah we got it. Like, you don't even have to look at it. You just have to listen. You can hear them talking, and then you hear the Christmas music. Like, oh, it's a Christmas movie. And what's really cool, too, is there's also music that, even though it might not be um, a Christmas song that you'd recognize, there are certain sounds that you would hear in a song. Like, certain, like, certain instruments. Bells? Bell, yeah, bells, the jingle bells. Like you hear it, ching, 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 and you're automatically like, this, this is Christmas. It's just crazy how sound can do that. Now, I, I'm going to bring up one movie before we get into our lists. One movie that didn't make any of yours list because it's rated R, um, but it is one movie that's debated on 
every once in a while on whether it's a Christmas movie or not. And it's a movie called Die Hard. Um, we'll watch it when you guys are older. Um, but it's basically uh, a movie about a Christmas party that gets interrupted by terrorists who are trying to take over the building and rob the building, rob that company of all their money in this big safe. Um, it's a huge action movie, lots of violence, lots of guns, lots of all that stuff. And so that's why people say it's not a Christmas movie. It's not like a Christmas, like feel good movie, but it's set at Christmas. They're having a Christmas party and literally, uh, joy to the world. Like the ode to joy by Beethoven is like the soundtrack for the movie. So I think based on Connor on your explanation that music makes a Christmas movie, I 100% Die Hard is a Christmas movie because it's literally playing Christmas music throughout the entire movie. Oh, I was going to say, if you think Die Hard is like not a Christmas movie, you're tripping. Because <laughs> if it has Christmas music, they're dancing in a Christmas party with Christmas Fortnite guns. It's going to be a Christmas movie. There you go. Christmas I like it. Fortnite guns? Well, we have to be confirmed. <clears throat> what? All right, cool. So we're gonna we're gonna take a, take a trip now. Um, we've got twelve movies that were that made the list. That means based on the four boys voting, they had each had five five Christmas movies on their list. Six of the movies got one vote each. So let's talk through those real quick. Um, Jacob, there's a couple of these that are yours. So let's talk about. Uh, and this is just Jacob. Jacob's going to talk about these: A Christmas Story and It's a Wonderful Life. Tell us a little bit about A Christmas Story and why you like it so much. This kid, he wants to get a BB gun for Christmas. And I can't remember if he... Did he get it? He got I think it. he got it, yeah. I, yeah, he got it. And then he started playing with it. And then he yeah. his glasses uh, fell off and broke instead of... Um, what everyone else said that you shoot. shoot his eye out. Yeah. No. So like the whole movie, he wanted he wanted a, a BB gun, and everybody said you shoot your eye out with that thing, and the whole movie is just crazy nonsense. And then it, then it's Christmas Day, and he gets it. I think. Actually, he accidentally stepped on his glasses. Oh okay. Well, there you go. Um, yeah. So just a little bit about that movie. Has anybody else seen that movie? I've heard of it. Yeah, I I uh, actually started watching it. A few years ago, I think we were at Grammy and D Daddy's that year, and I tried to watch it, and I like turned it off. I was like, it, "It was it was made in 1983, um, and so I should be. I mean, I was born in 1980, so I should be like, this should be a movie for me. And I just, I don't know whether it's because I'm an adult now, and it's just too hectic to have all the screaming. But it felt like the whole movie, at least the first half of it, was just screaming and yelling at the kids. I'm like, I I can't deal. This is too stressful. So, I actually have not seen this movie all the way through. So Wow. <laughs> all right, well, uh, but I have seen this other movie that you had on your list, Jacob, that no one else had on their list yet. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Tell us a little bit about It's a Wonderful Life. Um, so, It's a Wonderful Life is, uh, it's about this man and his family, and the man is, um, I think, the owner of a bank, or at least one of the staff members there. And everybody's taking in loans and the bank eventually runs out of money and he comes uh, and he starts to get like hit in his own head. And then um, I think this angel shows up and the angel puts him in a world where he didn't exist. Yeah. So just real quick. Yeah. So that so, yeah, he's works at a, at a it's a co-op bank co-op situation. 
everybody's putting their money in, everybody gets money out. Um, and he actually, the angel shows up when he's about to jump off a bridge. So he thinks life would be better without him. The world would be better if, if he never existed. And now you can continue with the angel's story. Yeah. And so the angel puts him in a world where he didn't exist. And he finds out, like, I'm, I'm really worth it here. And I, should, I shouldn't, you know, commit suicide. Yeah. And so I think it's really cool to see that he changes his mind. And then whenever he goes home, he finds out that there's a whole bunch of people supporting in him. And there's a whole party about him. And it's just a really good, feel-good movie. That's awesome. Yeah, so It's a Wonderful Life is a black and white movie. We watched it, I think, last year for the first At time. Grammys. Yeah, Grandma and Daddy's. We laid on the ground. I took them blankets. Yeah, home. that was yeah. awesome. Um, um, so we're going to actually, that's a good, good uh, segue or a good uh, teaser for... In a couple of weeks, my parents are going to be in town. Grammy and Didi are going to be in town. And we're actually going to have them on the podcast to talk about movies that they liked, to talk about things that they liked about Christmas. So it'll be really fun. And my dad has a funny story about It's a Wonderful Life. So we'll more on that later. But a little bit about this movie. 1946, directed by Frank Capra and starred James Stewart. James Stewart is one of those actors that has been that was in a ton of movies. He was a real movie star back in the day. Um, so this was one of his most famous movies. Uh, because everybody watches it at Christmas. All right, the next one on the list is actually one of Connors. So this is just a quick, quick summary, if you can, of Jeannie. What, what's Jeannie about? So he was trying to get his girlfriend to like him back, and he got this, like, pot, and he was rubbing it, and instead of getting three wishes, he got unlimited, and then he, like, wished for the Mona Lisa, but then actually came from the place, and the cops were looking everywhere, and then they found I was in his house, and then he got arrested. <clears throat> but then he was, like, running out, and then uh, went on the micro, and then wished he, like, wasn't there. And then they went away. Oh. Like, he got, like, a giant dollhouse for his kid and everything. Nice. That's cool. So you think it'd be good, it'd be worth watching as a family sometime this year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's really funny. Did you watch it too, Colton? Uh, yeah, I watched m- most of it. I didn't see, like, the first 15 minutes, but... You're just playing on the VR. Yeah, but I watched most of it. Nice. All right, so the next three movies on the list are all on Zeke's list. Uh, They are all just on his list. And um, the first one that we're going to talk about is one called Spirited. Now, this one came out last year. And before we get into that, Zeke, and you tell us a little bit about why you like it, um, we need to preface it with the fact that this is basically kind of like a sequel to a famous story by Charles Dickens called A Christmas Carol. The, the movie has been done multiple times. Uh, one of these days, I want to watch like all the different versions um, because there are so many. But the one that I grew up watching and we've watched together as a family, I can't remember if it was last year or the year before, but it's uh, Christmas Carol with George C. Scott. That's the one that I grew up watching, and so it's the one I always go to. Uh, there's actually one on Hulu that came out a few years ago with Guy Pierce, and it's actually like a six to eight hour like miniseries um, that, that kind of really dives into that story even more. Uh, but the basic premise of Christmas Carol is that Ebenezer Scrooge hates Christmas uh, on Christmas Eve. Um, and, and the famous word that he says is bah humbug whenever anybody brings up Christmas. So on Christmas Eve, he's visited by three spirits uh, that all kind of show him a world, show him the Christmas in the past, the Christmas in the present, and the Christmas in the future. He realizes the error of his, of his ways, and he decides, 
I love Christmas. I want to be a part of the good part of Christmas. And he goes and he, he wakes up from that dream and he comes back and he's, he's uh, you know, the happiest and the nicest person uh, ever. So what spirited is, is it takes that concept and it says, what if these spirits did that all the time? And anybody that didn't like Christmas, they went and tried to help them see the errors of their ways. And so it's kind of like a play on that storyline. Uh, but Zeke, what do you like about spirited so much? Oh, man, there's so much to love about Spirited. Um, the most amazing part about Spirited is probably the... It's, I can't remember. It's either the first or second song, the one that's like... It's either like the first or second song. Okay. And uh, I can't remember what it was called, but it was just the best. And I also like how funny it was because the spears were saying so many bad words. That was <gasps> funny. That's not inappropriate. <laughs> it's funny. They were saying bad words? I don't know. Yeah. 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 They cussed. Because it was PG-13. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah. That, the third Christmas period, like, get Christmas killed. Okay. Well, I don't remember that, but I do remember. But the other thing that, that's interesting is you said song. So the movie is a musical. So you want to be prepared for that. Um, and it actually stars Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds, who are some of the most funny people um, in any movie ever. So pretty fun. Was the Will Ferrell the one that smacks that guy? Or was that... I was that saying? was Will Smith. Oh. oh. <laughs> Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith. Will Smith. Yeah. No, Will Ferrell is in another movie that's on the list, but we're going to talk about that later. All right, um, Brian Reynolds, Will Ferrell, so funny. Uh, I think it was on Apple TV, uh, but definitely worth a watch if you haven't seen it yet. It's got a really nice, fun twist at the end. Uh, the next two movies, we're going to talk about them both at the same time, are The Christmas Chronicles 1 and 2. So this is, these are movies that star uh, Kurt Russell as Santa Claus, and there's kids involved, and they're trying to help Santa Claus. The second movie brings in his wife, Goldie Hawn, as Mrs. Claus, and so it's just a, a real fun, fairly new Christmas movie. The first one came out in 2018, and then the next one came out in 2020. So, Zeke, what, what do you like about these two movies? Why do you like them so much? I especially love, like, how Christmas-themed it was. I especially like uh, how little bad words were in it. It was still kind of funny. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so that was funny. And I also like... How the relationship between the boy and the girl and how Santa got them the ornament that let them see their dad. Oh, yeah. Is that in the second movie? I can't remember. Yeah. I don't know. That's cool. Has anybody else seen the Christmas Chronicles movies? I've yeah. seen them. Wait, yeah. I've seen them, but I don't remember much about it. Yeah. Well, cool. Anybody um, else have anything to say about him? Uh, one thing I remember is Santa, I think he goes to jail, and then he performs like a whole Christmas concert in the jail, and then he gets let out by the kids or something, and it's funny. Yeah. I liked how he was driving the Dodge. Yeah, Dodge Charger. <laughs> That's awesome. Rough. Very cool. Oh, wait, right. you said Dodge? I thought he said Doge. Woof, woof. <laughs> 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 So that's the end of our list of the movies that only had one vote each. Uh, the top of the list, the top six movies, all had multiple votes. Most of these had two. I think there was only one that was on everybody's list. The rest were on two lists. 
Number six is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Who had that on their list? Colton and and Connor. Cool. All right, so Colton, first, what what is it that you like about this movie? I like how it's like really festive and it's not like going off topic and yeah. it's mostly how the the Whoville people were like really, really, really Christmassy. And then <laughs> I like their houses. So you like the look of the film, you like the design of the houses. Mm -hmm. uh, so did you know that that's a book? By Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss, I love that guy. Yeah. I Did love he pass away? Egg. Mm -hmm. egg. Yeah, he's been around. I think he's been gone a while. Um, green eggs and ham. Yep. Green eggs and ham. So the, the, the design of all the movies all are based off of that Dr. Seuss idea. So, Connor, it's on your list, too. What do you like about Which one do you like the most and which one? The live action. Okay. What? The dog. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. And the dog just, like, brings him the stuff. How did they train him to do that? Yeah, it's amazing. Dog acting is, is a definitely a, a different different animal. Really? <laughs> <laughs> are you sure about that, guys? Dogs yeah. are dogs. Yeah, so uh, you guys have seen Grinch, right? So real quickly, what did you like, Jacob and Zeke? It wasn't on your list, but but do you like the Grinch? Is it kind of fun? Yeah, I think it's a good movie. Um, Which one do you like the most? Uh, I don't know. I, like, I think I like the new one, the... Kind of the 3D animated one. Mm -hmm. And then the live action one. I think those two are tied because the new one has some like pop culture references. And then the live action one is just like funny in a kind of cartoonish way. All right. So the 2018 one uh, stars Benedict Cumberbatch who also played Doctor Strange in the Marvel movies. Right? Uh, so he does the voice. The 1966 one, my goodness, that's a long time ago. Boris Karloff was the Grinch. And the narrator for that one. But it actually was a very short, like, TV, like, 20 minutes movie. It wasn't even a full movie, so. Uh, but that's the one that I grew up on because it's the classic, and that's the one that was always on TV. The Jim Carrey live-action one was very, very good. Um, I think it's just super crazy how he can do that with his face. He told a story recently where he uh, was in, in, like, just walking around, and somebody said, oh, he's the Grinch. And um, Jim Carrey actually did the face, and the parents were like, Oh, I thought that was makeup. <laughs> He's like, no, that's just my face. <laughs> so pretty awesome. So Grinch is a very good movie. I think one of the interesting things about The Grinch is it's really kind of like a, another telling of like a, a Scrooge, uh, Ebenezer Scrooge character, someone who doesn't like Christmas. And then there's someone in the story that like loves them or share, shows them care, shows them um, affection. And they go, you know what? Maybe Christmas isn't all that bad. Um, Jim Carrey is one of my favorite actors because he starred in The Mask, which is, like, amazing. Have you seen that movie? I have. That's awesome. It's amazing. So, yeah. basically, he has this, like... We don't need to talk about it right now, but we'll watch it. We'll watch it sometime together, and then we'll talk about it. Because I love The Mask. I think it's so funny. It's also Colton. It's not scary. It's All right. The next one on the list we're going to talk about is Home Alone 2. Not the first one, Home Alone 2. It was on two people's list. Who had it on their list? Colton. Me. Who's me? Zeke. Yes, Colton <laughs> and Zeke. All right, so Colton, what do you like about Home Alone 2? Now, this one is kind of the same characters as the first one, but they're in New York, and he gets sent to New York instead of being home alone. He goes to New York alone by himself, stays in a hotel room. Why do you like this one so much? That's the second one? Yeah. I thought the second 
second one was when there was a different boy. There was like a different boy, the one that's, with the glasses. That's home sweet home alone. That's that's what I meant. Sorry. I thought that was the second one. Could I talk that's about That's like the second? sixth one. Se- There's six of them? Yeah. Could I say something about the second one? Yeah. I love the part where he stole the wallet. Yeah, wasn't Donald Trump in that movie? He was. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was in the ma- the fancy yeah. hotel. Yeah, he was staying in the fancy hotel. The maitre d of the famous hotel was an actor named Tim Curry, who also played Pennywise in the made-for-TV version of It. So, very famous actor. He also played in the movie Clue. I have not seen that movie, so we should watch it together but and talk about it. I have seen that movie. That is so funny. Yeah. So Tim Curry is in it. Um, he finds himself in New York. He sets up all of the like the um, all of the the gadgets and traps and stuff in this old abandoned building. The wet bandits are still there, but now they want to be the sticky bandits, and so he has tape all over his hands and all that stuff. Crazy. Uh, but for but it's it's a. It's pretty much a repeat of the first movie directed by the same director. Still stars uh, uh, McKellie Culkin as uh, Kevin McAllister. Uh, and it's a, basically a redo, but it's still so, so good. So that's Home Alone 2. The next movie we're going to talk about is The Polar Express. Who had The Polar Express on their list? Connor and Colton. All right, Connor, why don't you go first on this time? What do you like about it? I think that was the first Christmas movie that I've watched. Yeah, and I, that's what I got a train ornament. Ah. Because of the Polar Express. Nice. You mean the Lego train ornament? No. No, just the Polar Express train ornament. Yeah. Ah. Um, that was also the first Christmas movie I watched. And I've watched it, I don't know, like six times before. Since it was just so good and I liked it so much. Okay, so my favorite part about the Polar Express is, like, this kid doesn't... Have a ticket. Yeah. Like, he doesn't... He's not supposed to be on the Polar Express, but Santa still picks him with the tingling bell. That's cool. What about you, Connor? They're drifting on the ice, and it's breaking, breaking, and then they perfectly go in. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. So, Polar Express came out in 2004. It was directed by Robert Zemeckis, who also directed, get this, Back to the Future. I knew that. Crazy, right? Robert Zemeckis has been around a while. It's also one of the first CG animated films that tried to be more realistic. Um, and so it, 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 it still holds up for the most part. Uh, there's been a lot of critique about the eyes in Polar Express that they look super, super fake. But it's, it's, a, it's a really amazing movie. Great attempt at, at kind of trying to get that realism in a CG format. So very cool. Uh, you guys seen Polar Express? Mm-hmm. What do you think about it? I thought it was good. Um, I think my favorite part was when they did the hot cocoa song, and they all got hot cocoa because I love hot cocoa. <laughs> what about you, Zeke? You got a favorite part? Definitely the hot cocoa part, and the part where the boy tries to um, share his ticket with the girl. That was very sweet of him, and it was like so heartwarming. I'm like, you know, it made me like have a change in heart. Like I would just want to give to the homeless. My actual favorite part is um, whenever he pulls that the break, the emergency brake for the little kid who couldn't get on the train. Nice. That's Very cool. <laughs> All right, the next movie is on a couple of people's lists. Nightmare Before Christmas. Who had it on their list? Colton. And me. Jacob, why don't you go first on this time? Nightmare Before Christmas, we kind of talked about it a little bit in the intro. 
Uh, but what what do you like about it? Um, I really I I really love the music. It's such like a kind of mysterious um, kind of uh, I think it's most of the songs are set in a are in a minor uh, scale, right? Mm-hmm. So the minor scale provides like kind of that spooky, uh, mysterious kind of vibe to it. But I love the first song and then the one where he goes to the Christmas realm and he, he found, he finds like all this Christmas stuff and he's just, he just doesn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool how like he realizes I shouldn't dabble in other people's, you know, kind of, uh, uh, critiques or whatever. Shouldn't dabble in other people's roles. Roles. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he wanted to take over Christmas. Yeah, yeah, right? that's what he wanted and to do. And be Santa, because uh-huh. Santa looks so awesome. Mm-hmm. But, but when he did it, it uh, kind of went south. <laughs> yeah, shot. not North Pole. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, no, okay, that's a stretch. All right, all right. Just real quick, I'm doing a quick summary of the movie. Uh, it's in Halloween Town. Uh, Jack Skeleton is a big skeleton. He's the king of Halloween. Everybody loves him, but he's getting bored of being in. Halloween Town, and he finds a part of the forest where he sees all the other holidays. He checks out Christmas Town and goes crazy, loves it, wants to be Santa. He does it poorly, and then they rescue Santa from Oogie Boogie, and they have a, they save the day. So that's kind of a quick summary of the movie. Colton, what's your, what do you like so much about Nightmare Before Christmas? I like how they perfectly blend Christmas and Halloween together. It, it's not only a Christmas movie, but it's also a Halloween movie. So you can watch it both times of the year. Absolutely. Uh, Christmas and Halloween blended together is basically like Thanksgiving. <laughs> because Christmas it's... is about being thankful for friends and family, and Halloween is like scares, and it's still in the fall festival. So Halloween. Thanksgiving is about being it's scaring all the people you're thankful for. <laughs> is that what you mean? <laughs> no, I mean like it's in the fall time instead of oh, oh, time. Oh, gotcha. Hey, Connor, you like this movie too, so I know it didn't make your list, but what's one thing that you like about it? What if you became a, like, Easter Bunny? What if you were the egg and you became <gasps> an Easter Bunny? That's so smart. That'd be funny to do a, a Sequel. Nightmare Before Easter. Um, I did want to mention uh, Nightmare Before Christmas came out in 1993. It was directed by Henry Selleck, and it was stop-motion animation. So this was figurines that they were moved around in and made the movie. It's just incredible. Very, very cool. All right, next movie was on multiple people's list, and it is Elf. Who had Elf on your list? Definitely Connor. And I did too. That Very was cool. funny. I forgot All right. about that. Connor, why don't you start on this one? What do you like about Elf? The raccoon. He's like, aww. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's very good. Oh, yeah. I was riding my bike and then I saw a raccoon and I thought it was a cat. So I went up close to her and saw his raccoon and I <laughs> All because of Elf, right? Yeah. Because you're like, they're scary. <laughs> <laughs> What's another raccoon scene in a movie? Incredibles 2? Where Jack Jack is like fighting the oh, raccoon. Yeah. The raccoon. Yeah. Oh, so funny. Yeah. Uh, Jacob, what do you think? Uh, what do you like so much about Elf? Um, I like how, you know, this grown man and he is mis- uh, mistaken for an elf. So he works as an elf the whole time. And he's just surrounded by these like cutesy little uh, elf people. And, you know, that's kind of like his uh, headspace. And then he goes to the real world and he's like, you know, this uh, bubbly uh, bubbly dude, and it just doesn't really fit in with everybody. 
And so it's funny to see how other people react to him and how he reacts to the other people. Yeah. And it's kind of like it's kind of like um, Grinch or mm-hmm. Scrooge, except instead of the main the one character being um, against Christmas and everybody else is for Christmas, it's like this one is he's so for Christmas and everybody else is just kind of like ah, it's fine, like stop being so crazy about yeah. it. But then he ends up changing the entire community and making it crazy. Uh, one fun fact about that movie is the outside scenes where he's in New York walking around downtown New York. That was completely guerrilla style, meaning. That was not extras, that was not sets, that was just people on the street with a camera and him acting as the elf, uh, and it was just just kind of crazy. Uh, the movie came out in 2003 and was directed by John Favreau, who also directed Iron Man, and who also directed The Mandalorian and showrunner for The Mandalorian. So I'm just trying to put that stuff out there so you kind of see how these actors and these directors, they're in movies that, that are doing different things, but they also are directing movies that are completely different. So it shows their, their form and their capability. Um, I don't know if this was real or staged, but I like how he ate the gum under the, the thing. Yeah. That wasn't was staged? I don't think it was. I think he was. And that's a really good um, lesson you should teach your kids to eat gum under... Railways, so that's horrible. The views expressed by Colton are not expressed by the rest of us. Zeke, what about you? Oh, I love I love the part where Elf just sneaked into the girls' bathroom. He did what? He sneaked <laughs> into the girls' bathroom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he spied on the girl in the shower. Oh yeah. But he was so innocent. He wasn't trying to do anything mean or gross. He just he didn't yeah. know he didn't know any different. Um, I think the grossest part for me is the fact that he did the spaghetti and, and he syrup. Put all the syrup. Yeah, in the, so smart. The, oh, so crazy. Did he he likes syrup on everything. Did he have it with the marinara sauce? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. That's so smart. I would. I could see spaghetti like just the noodles and yeah. syrup because yeah. it's kind of like desserty. But yeah. I love the part where the man's like. He's singing with it, and the child's like, Dad, sing with us. And he's like, I am singing. And the child's like, No, you're not. And then he starts to be like, Happy New Year. And then it just <laughs> goes a big, yep. big uh, bomb up. Like, yeah. It exploded. That's good. It exploded, and the there joy were exploded from his life. Yeah. Yes. That's good. He truly believed that Elf was his son. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. I liked when he was eating the cotton balls because that's another good thing you should teach your kids. Once again, the views expressed by Colton are not expressed by uh, movies that make you podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we are. We are at the top movie. We've talked through 11 movies. We're at the top movie. This was on everybody's list. We jumped from being on two lists to being on all four lists. It is... Home Alone. Home Alone. That's right. Home Alone. Kevin McAllister gets left at home. His parents go to Paris. Without him, he's stuck at home. He's got to ward off the wet bandits. He's got to try and figure out how to keep them from robbing from his house. He likes being home alone. And then he's sad that he's home alone. And all the feels. One of the best movies came out in 1990. I was 10 years old. Uh, it was directed by Chris Columbus. Not to be mistaken for Christopher Columbus. But <laughs> Chris Columbus. And just real quick, this was a movie that was in the theater for so long. I remember, I think it was still like April. 
and, and, and Home Alone was still in the movie theater because people were still going to see it. It was such a breakout hit. Uh, Kevin McAllister played by Macaulay Culkin. It, this was his first breakout role. He did a few things after this, but none of them, none of them compared to the, the magic that was Home Alone. Connor, why don't you start out first being the oldest? What makes you love Home Alone so much? He was going to the doggy door. He was like, hello, hit him for 100. Still couldn't knock him. So then he like, had the doorbell on fire. And, and then why? The um, I just love all the little tricks that he did and then the map of everything so you could see every single little thing. Um, and I like technical stuff. So if I could pause it and, you know, just analyze everything, it's fun to see. Yeah. But all the little tricks that he did, it's just, mm -hmm. it's fine. Yeah. The, the culmination of that final battle scene is just so hilarious mm -hmm. and so great. Colton, what about you? What makes you like, why is Home Alone on your list? Why do you like it so much? Um, I like... That's not I like. I agree with him. I would do what he did, eat all the candy, and I wouldn't shoot people with BB guns because that's not yeah, kid friendly. Yes, he, he would. would. He, he would. would. And, the and that's why you're not going to get a BB gun for Christmas. Yep, you would shoot. Um, <laughs> I would watch um, Naruto because I don't get enough time to watch Naruto. I love all the traps. Them yeah. screaming, him being electrified, <gasps> and right, so, then his huh, foot getting impaled. That was also oh, yeah. very funny. And his oh. hair getting on fire, becoming bald, of... his hand being burned like this. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. <gasps> I think my favorite part is the way that he used the, he was watching the, the gangster movie, and yeah. then he got really scared when he was watching it, but then like after a few times he started getting used to it. And then he used the he used the audio from the gangster film to order pizza. That that for me is that to keep the change, you filthy animal. Oh, such a great scene! They actually repeated it in uh, with that same actor in the old black and white film. I don't know what the, I don't remember what the movie was, but they did the same kind of thing in in Home Alone Two, where he was using the the, the video uh, tape to order some room service or something, but. So great. That that's that's for me is like that so funny, so funny moment. Yeah, cool. Um yeah. This actually I think you might guys agree, but the moral of the story is don't leave your kids home. It's either be grateful for your family or um um use trap use home essentials to your advantage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Right. Very, very close on the first one. What about you, Connor? How would you describe it? Creating a plan. Test design. That's what the moral of Home Alone is? Yeah. How to, okay. Of all of you, what all you said, Zeke's the closest. It's value your family. Like, Do that's I the get, whole point. He, Do I get a piece of candy? No. 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 Listen, so, so the, he starts out the movie being very frustrated with all of his family being there, right? Mm -hmm. And then he's yelling and screaming, and he says, I wish you would just disappear. And then once he gets that, he's excited because he thinks, oh, my family's the problem. I don't really want my family. My family's annoying. My family is so rough. Like, I don't like my, all these people in my house. Why can't they just go away? Right? And then they do go away. And then he finds out that he's alone and he actually starts to get sad. And he doesn't have someone to, to be with him and to care for him and to have fun with and play with or to hug like a mom. Or, like, nobody's there. 
And so he feels like he misses them and he wants them back. And he wishes on Christmas, he wishes to Santa that uh, his family would come back. And on Christmas morning, his mom finally is able to show up. Uh, one other quick thing I, I want to mention on this because it's such a, such a cool thing is John Candy is in this movie. John Candy is one of the greatest comedic actors ever. He passed away too, too soon. Uh, but he played uh, the musician on, a, on, a, on the trip that actually helped his mom get back home. So very, very cool. He also starred in another holiday movie called Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with Steve Martin. And that one was also a trip movie uh, on, on the holiday of Thanksgiving. The other thing I was thinking about is maybe don't judge a book by the by its cover because they were like judging that guy. Yeah. Like thinking he's like really mean, but he was actually just like. Sad yeah, the the body. snow. Um, yeah, the, he shoveled the snow. Ice. Yeah, yeah. He shoveled the snow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he ends up being a really good friend to to Kevin McAllister. Mm -hmm. That's a very cool point, Colton. Awesome. Anybody else have anything to say else to say about Christmas? Christmas movies. Christmas is not just about the presents. It's about the time you get to spend with your friends and family. And life on... And the movie, It's a Wonderful Life, it made me think about how short life is. So you got to be grateful for every single day you have. And you have to be with your family, your friends. You have to really appreciate the time you get to spend with them. Because you don't know how much time you have left with them. This was an honorable mention for me. I would have put Elf on my list. I just wasn't thinking about all the Christmas movies because I was ready to go play uh, basketball with my friends. Wasn't Claus the rated R movie? Mm -mm. Oh, what was the rated Krampus. R? Krampus. Oh, yeah. Krampus is a very bad dude. Have you seen it? I, no, I just heard that about? he's like the opposite of Santa. He yeah, steals he, children. He's like a demon. Correct. Yeah. Santa and Krampus actually worked together. The people, the kids on the naughty list, Krampus would steal them and kidnap them mm -hmm. and put them down there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Santa would give presents to the nice children. So yeah. they actually worked together. So kids would learn their lesson, and he would be like, "Are you have you learned your lesson yet?" And then the kids would be like, "Yes, I will be good for the rest of my life. Just please let me out of here." And then they would, mm -hmm. and then they would be in forever fear that Krampus would realize that they made he made the wrong choice and set them free. Cool. That that does it for our Christmas movies episode. We talked through twelve movies, guys. Great job. You all had great points. Thank you so much for, for focusing in and, and doing this podcast with me. Uh, for those of you that are listening, we hope you enjoyed the podcast. Be sure to check us out next time where we'll talk about another movie or another bunch of movies. Um, so check us out. We are on YouTube. So subscribe and hit that bell to get those notifications. We are also on Spotify Play uh, Podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on uh, a couple other podcast feeds. So be sure to check us out wherever podcasts are. Hopefully we'll be on there for you. Thanks again for listening. Uh, as I mentioned in the, at the end of the podcast, we are now on YouTube. We are on Spotify podcasts and we are also on Apple podcasts and also on some of the other uh, more Android friendly podcast uh, sites. So be sure to search there or share those links with your friends. Uh, we really are, are enjoying this, this format. 
appreciate everybody that's listening and for the feedback that we've been receiving. Uh, it's been really helpful uh, to kind of know that we've, we've hit a chord with the, with the whole kind of kids discussing things. Um, I'm very proud of the boys and how they're, they're doing and uh, trying to show them what it means to analyze film or what it means to kind of think through the movies that we watch. Um, so excited for that. Uh, next week's going to be a little bit different. Uh, we're going to do a non-kid episode. Uh, my wife and I are going to discuss um, movies and kind of how we started watching movies together and where we where we came to movies in, in our life and our relationship. So it should be a, a, little, a lot of fun. Uh, it's going to be a little different than the kid version, uh, but hope you'll tune in then. Until then, have a great week. <laughs>